Welcome everyone, this is the Chat Footy Podcast. I am Chris Phelps and tonight I do have a co-host and it's Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey Chris, how's it going? <laughs> bit, bit, sitting, we're, we're talking, aren't we, just literally right after the United Games finished. So you must be sat back smoking on a pipe there. No, no, I'm, um, I'm sat down sweating, actually, Dave, because um, as always seems to be with United, they seem to self-destruct with about 20 minutes to go at the moment. So I was absolutely bricking it for the last 10 minutes, especially when they scored. I just thought they're going to they're gonna get an equaliser. You could just see it because Popper was peeing about and stuff. So I was just like, oh, no, don't do this. And I genuinely was looking at the clock thinking, are you thinking... That bastard sat there in a room dying for evidence to score, knowing <laughs> that I'm going to come in this room if it's 2 2. But no, yeah, well, luckily got the result. Let's, let's start there then, won't we? So we'll start off there with the United Everton game. We'll, I'll talk a little bit about the Liverpool game from yesterday, um, and that'll be it pretty much. I think let's just say a little bit I think obviously we're not going to go too deep obviously it's tragic what happened yesterday at Leicester with the helicopter awful yeah yeah it sort of shades it reminds me of uh, it happened to Chelsea didn't it all those years ago um, yeah really awful but yeah in terms of the the United game um, we spoke a little bit just before we came on air and I just <sighs> Everton I've got such an awful record against every top team for the last 10, 15 years. For me, the this result was never in doubt. You know, it's like um, it's like beating Italy in the Six Nations. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it's just a foregone conclusion. But I don't have a massive amount of skin in the game, and I was thinking when it went two one, I, I thought you might be sweating a little bit. Yeah, well, it was I mean. It started off well, and obviously before the game, Graeme Souness was chomping at the bit with Pogba. You know, he, he digged Dozel out because Arsenal drew, didn't they? And he also yeah. had gone off and um, threw a tantrum. So he'd gone, he goes at Ozil. I think he goes at Pogba more, and he was chomping at the bit. And by half-time, United had played well. I thought, I'd, I, what frustrates me, Dave, and I know obviously you probably have this with your team as well, is we bought Fred in the summer who's mm-hmm. a forward-thinking, forward-attacking midfielder, left-footed, a little busy player, gets stuck in. He has a bad game against Tottenham, and he had a really bad game, and he drops him. Like Eric Bayer, Eric Bayer plays against Brighton. He's our best defender, and he has a nightmare game. We get beat away from home. We've not seen him since. You know, so it mm. just frustrates Mourinho. Fred's back in today, and he's man of the match. And it's like... He's got to settle in the Premiership. I get that. And whether Mourinho's trying to shield him, I just think, no, you don't shield him. Play him. You know, he's only going to get used to the league and the pace of it by playing games because he can't be any worse than what we've got out there. Like, by him, I mean, you know, we go in at 1 0. It was a dubious penalty, to say the least. I mean, how. You think? Uh, yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was a bit dubious, especially the dive. I've seen refs not give it before. Right. So, so the dive was way over the top. But I do. I think he clipped him. He just made a lot of it. But for me, it was it was a nailed on penalty. Well, did you see? I saw some at half time. He did actually get the ball there, defender, but the ref didn't see it. He was literally a flick day. I don't think he. Oh, really? really uh, yeah. It didn't change the direction of the ball, though, did it? I, no, I, no. No, no. I, I, at first, I thought penalty. And when I watched him, like, again, with the theatrics, I was like, oh, my God. But he give it. And, I mean, what is Pogba doing with them penalties, Dave? Oh, it does my head in. I just... And 
you know, how lucky to have, you know, it's a good save, good solid hand by Pickford, but straight back to Pogba. And, and he's he's missed another one, hasn't he? So, someone needs to have a word with him. It's just say, stop. There is no need for that whatsoever, I no. don't think. No, I agree. And apparently, Martin Tyler said that that run-up he does is the same length of time as Usain Bolt runs 100 metres. So he does it in nearly 10 seconds or 10 seconds, that run-up. What is the point of that at all? It doesn't do anything. And I think Gary Neville at the nail of it, he said, he said, you know, he used to get Cristiano Ronaldo do it when he preened himself, when he brought in that whole prancing and preening uh, free kick stance, didn't he? Wide-legged, pulls yep. his shorts up, ready. But, you know, goes for it sort of thing. Like, he's, he's sort of composing himself. But I don't know what Pogba's doing. Like, he just said, it's just a bit of like, excuse me, a bit of theatre that he's bringing into it. That's just yeah. not needed, especially the way we're playing. It's like, it's not like we're 10 points clear at the top of the league and we're, or we're, we're five nil up. We're, you know, we were nil nil in a, in a game we were dominating, but we, that was the first real opportunity we'd had. So it's just frustrating, Dave, really. I mean, obviously he goes at one nil, even Graeme Souness was giving uh, Pogba some props saying he's playing really well. And then he just did the old classic again. He played well second half. We went two, you know, a great finish from Martial. Absolute, when that lad's mm-hmm. on fire, He's better than anything we've got at the club. I don't like Rashford, I must admit. I always say it don't always like Danny Welbeck and I don't yeah, like Lingard. Yeah, yeah. But Martial, if he wasn't so moody, he, he's just so technically gifted. But great finish. And then Pogba messes up. And now, I don't know. Did you see the penalty there? Penalty? Because obviously it was about 15 minutes to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all blame Pogba. Now, yeah, he did do a stupid flick in midfield. Fair enough. We're getting a bit cocky. But Chris Morley still had to make that ridiculous challenge when the yeah. striker's gone away from goal. That's for me. Pogba's going to get slated, but it wasn't Pogba. It was Smalling again, the donkey. Absolute awful. Yeah, I guess it's one of those, isn't it? Because Pogba's made the first mistake and it's Pogba. People are going to probably, you know, highlight that. But to be honest, you know, if that's Van Dyke, let's say at the back, then he doesn't make that challenge. You know, yes. and Pogba gets away with it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree, David. That, that's it's the small margins, unfortunately, where this is where we're small in. You know, you can get Rio and uh, Vidic and, you know, and Steve Bruce Palace as a name of Yap Stam, name some class defenders we had. There was always going to be a mistake there, Dave, in maybe one in every 10 games or one in every dozen. And there's going to be some, sometimes it leads to a goal, sometimes it doesn't. But for someone like Small in, it's literally every third or second game, there's something. Mm-hmm of peril or something of his own making that, that either creates a chance for the other team or, or ends in a goal. And and he's just not good enough. And De Gea must be kicking himself because I don't think he's had a clean sheet for not how long now because of stuff like this. It's just crap, absolute rubbish. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. we got the result, we rode out the luck and I'm so glad. And, and also, Dave, um, just I just wanted to bring up last week's episode of the Chat 40, episode 20 of you in there, young... No, right. Yeah, um, yeah. To say that you actually shut me up, and I was absolutely—I know I messaged you. But I was absolutely crying. The appeal, hug a mank. I was not happy with Dave, and I would say revenge is a, is, is a dish that's so sweet. So don't you worry about that. I have a few things up my sleeve, and you have. Is that is that for tonight? Is it? No, 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 no. All no. right, okay. Get on to it. Don't you worry. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think we'll we'll keep that going. Obviously, it's great that we can both get on tonight, but uh, I think having that cross-episode banter as well is, is a lot of fun. 
<laughs> You've raised the bar. I, d- I do have to. I do have to call you out on one thing that I didn't call you out on, though. So, I know Lukaku is an absolute car horse and has the turning <laughs> circle of a lorry. But I think I'm sure I heard in in episode 19 you claim that you could have outrun him. And I, <laughs> he, he's slow, but but Chris, your your pace is deceptive, isn't it? You know, you, you're slower than you look. <laughs> <laughs> and at the moment, Dave, I've got I've got a bad name, so I'm even slower than you. Oh, dear <laughs> yeah, I do a lot. I do a lot of movement, but he's just not very quick, Dave. It's almost like um, like them cartoons years ago where the legs are going really fast, but they're not moving. You know, like a wild <laughs> just running in mud. Yeah, I was hoping. I mean, obviously, we only decided to do this today, but I was so hoping Liverpool. But there's no way against Cardiff, Dave. You were going to get anything other than a win. They were just no. awful. Well, I mean, I'll just say say one more thing about the the United game. I mean, he is a bit of an enigma, Pogba, isn't he? And unfortunately for him, he does have that price tag, you know. And when you know, he does remind me of Varane, quite honestly. Yeah. In, in yeah. that, when things are going well, he looks flash, and he looks like he's he's conducting things in the middle. In that first half, when you were 1-0 up, and I can't remember, was it? It might have been the lead-up to the disallowed goal. And he played the ball inside the, the Everton fullback, And it was oh, just yeah. a perfect ball to, out to the left wing. I thought, yeah, oh, he's, he's on it today. But I don't know. Then he, then he just looks ridiculous. He had that one shot, which I, I think went out for a throw-in. Oh, yeah. He, he seems to just... He has these real kind of flashy moments, but then I don't know. I mean, he, he's not of the caliber of some of the central midfielders that United have had in the, in the last 25 years, you know, he's, he's no Roy Keane. He's no Ince. I, I just, I don't know. I think he's, he's a luxury player. And I, I don't know if in a Mourinho side, it, he's going to f- ever fit in because I think, You've got to do what Juve do, or did, and and kind of build the team a bit a bit around him. Yeah, but I think as well, though, Dave, he had plays like Perlo around him, did he, and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he had quality. I mean, you know, Perlo was at the end of his career, but he was still world-class pinging goals. And Pogba got some yeah. great goals for Juve, but there's plenty of articles about him being inconsistent. And at the end of the day, why did they sell him? Do you know what I mean? It, yeah, they don't yeah. just sell him if he's that good a player. For me, personally, hand on heart, everything that's going on, the distraction, that it's just a constant... He's like an extension of Mourinho Pogba. He's just someone mm-hmm. that the press just loves to hate. I would just get rid of him. I'd sell him, obviously not in the Premiership. I'd just sell him. Sell him to Real Madrid or Barcelona, get as much as you can and go again. Because he is good... But he's not a player when we're getting beat who will stand up and be counted. He's a player yeah, yeah. when we're 2-0 up or one nil up, he will come up with something and he'll try something. But then when he doesn't try it, it's awful. It's not like, mm-hmm. like say Ronaldo, he's not going to play every single game and be absolutely world-class, but you've always got that thing. And he's proved it time and again, with popping up with goals in the last five minutes of games when he's done absolutely nothing, whether it be for Portugal, Real Madrid, even for United before we sold him. And he's got it. Popper just hasn't got it. When you know he's on it, like you've just said, when he's on it, he's on it. And he, he is amazing. But when he's off, he'll never get that back in that game. It's like he's he's looking forward to the next game because he just knows he's not going for him. He doesn't 
he doesn't create openings for himself to try and um, change his fortunes or anything. You can just tell once he's having a crap game, that's him done for that game, Dave. He's nothing, yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing comes off for him. I don't know if it's a psychological thing or what, but it just brings too much baggage now. Absolute awful. <laughs> It, it does seem a bit of a circus, doesn't it? And and the other thing, I guess, I was just going to say. I mean, I I messaged you, hadn't I, in the in the summer? So I was across in the US, and I caught some of the United games that were being shown over there, and I was like, "This Fred, I, th- I think he's going to be a real player for you." And the thing is, you mentioned there that he's forward thinking, and and I don't know, but it just seems that you know. That's just the sort of player Mourinho doesn't like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> when the ball comes to him, it came to him, and and he he had a couple of Everton players around him, and he just took a great little touch, and he's he's off, he's away, he's beat them two, and he's powering through that midfield. I I think he could be a great player, but he does need the time, he needs the games, and I wonder if he's going to get them under Mourinho. I agree, Dave. I agree, and I think I think. That- that's probably what's frustrating a lot of people with Mourinho is that we've got the players there. We've got the players we can we can be up there with, you know, City, Liverpool and Tottenham. I don't think we're any worse than Tottenham in that, Dave. But, you know, the results don't lie at the moment. And I think because of what Mourinho's doing, it's like, it's stifling. I'm glad Martial's playing because he's not played consistently under Mourinho at all. LVG played him and he was one of our best players by a mile. You know, yeah. so... It's just frustrating because you've got the players there and you can see the nucleus of a great team. I think if you play the strongest 11, we can match anyone. Bench-wise, we couldn't. We genuinely couldn't. But unfortunately, our strongest 11 isn't our 11 that playing at the moment. It's just a mishmash of players. And as soon as someone makes a mistake, they're out of the team for two or three games. I mean, Valencia, which I'm quite happy with because he's not dynamic enough for me. But Valencia's not played for weeks. Eric Bay is just nowhere to be seen at the moment. And I, I just think that's a travesty. So he must be going. He must be. I, I know we don't know what's going on in the background, but mm-hmm. he's our best player at the back. So... Yeah, we'll yeah. see, Dave. We'll see, but yeah, it's been an interesting couple of weeks for me. I'm just glad that now you're on. We've actually won, so um, <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's... <laughs> That's why I thought you. Obviously, we'd sorted out we were going to record right after the game, and and like I say, I I had no doubt. I had a few quid on on United to win today because I I just think Everton. They, there's something psychological with Everton. They they turn up at a decent side, and they. Well, they don't turn up. That's the problem. But they beat everyone they should beat. So they'll be top eight this year, um, but not any more than that. And probably very unlikely to cause any any upsets at all. And, and of course, I've said that now. They'll they'll probably beat us. But they they haven't done it. They haven't caused an upset for years. and, And it does seem to be a psychological thing for them. No, you're right. You're right. So, Dave, let's talk about your boys. Yeah, so four-one it finished. I thought that flattered us a little bit. I mean, we we were we were good in spells, um, and at two-nil, it it looked pretty comfortable. And then they just got a, a fortuitous goal, as far as I was concerned. I mean, you're probably always going to think that of your own team, but the way it kind of deflected off Van Dyke straight to their player, and, and then he sort of just he couldn't really miss. I thought then at two one it was a it was a bit nervy to be honest. And I thought Cardiff were playing okay at that time. You know, they were they were 
again trying to soak up some of the pressure then when they won the ball they were breaking with pace and I thought oh, it's going to be one of these one of these games and I have to say over the last five ten years the amount of times I've seen games like that and we draw them yeah. you know and in terms of the stats you know we'd have 17 to 20 shots on goal they'd have two and the game will finish two all or something it's happened time and time again over the last the last decade for us but no the difference was we brought on Shakiri and and I, you know Ben does like to give me a bit of a ribbon and I'll hold my hands up to this one I was indifferent to Shakiri coming but I have to say he's looked good and his little cameos that he's had and he just had one kind of half chance you know he got the ball through from Salah and then just a little drop of the shoulder he completely sold the defender and then just passed it into the corner and that was 3-1 and and that was it that that wasn't too long after they'd scored and that really killed the game and then you know the the fourth goal was just the ice and odd cake which like I say if I was a Cardiff supporter I'd, I'd feel a little bit hard done by I thought that was harsh but um but yeah keep on motoring on no and, uh, sorry Dave cut you off then no and, and so yeah can't really complain about that to be honest no it's a good result it, it was always a home banker but like you say you just don't know these days do you so, but I had read I had read something on Saturday, something ridiculous, that in the 25 games that the big teams have played, you know, the lower teams, mm-hmm. I think there's only been one result from a lower team. They're saying that the divide between the top eight now and the bottom 10, he's, uh, bottom 12, sorry, so bad now that um, the, the, the chasm of the money... You know, this sort of umbrella payment that's come through and everything and mm. all that. I don't know whether to buy that just yet, but the, I think this season it's more apparent from the start that what we said about who was going to go down are going to go down. It's not because of the depth and quality and support that uh, they had in the summer. You know, Cardiff had no support financially at all. Yeah, you know, they're never yeah. gonna they're never gonna do anything. Huddersfield again, no support really. Um, who else is down there? Is it Southampton? Or um, so yeah, Southampton are down there. So so bottom bottom upwards. Um, actually, let's do the bottom five. So bottom we've got Huddersfield, then we've got Newcastle, uh, Fulham, Cardiff, and and Southampton. And I think all of those. When we had our season preview, I think we discussed all of those. Now Fulham, I think I'd called out Fulham, but then they were a bit of an unknown because they bought loads of good players but typically if you, if you buy lots of players it does take a while to get them all to gel but whether you're you know at the top and you bought lots of players or or you you know newly promoted it it, it just takes a long time for or not a long time but it does take a while for those players to to gel now the the next team i i just wanted to call out because uh specifically is burnley <laughs> your uh, your home banker for the for the Champions League spot, I think it was <laughs> fourteen points off fourth. Yeah, you can see it right now, Dave. Yeah. I, I think it could be a weak moment. It did actually give me one of the best moments on the podcast, as I've said a few times with you and Ben. It's just so so funny. If anyone's not listening to the Premiership 
predictions podcast, please go back to Isabella because it's just used to like what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if you've not listened to that one, this is our season preview, and uh, we were talking about the dark horses and and who's going to finish in the Champions League spots. And Chris mentioned Burnley, but the and then went on to say, and my dark horse is. <laughs> <laughs> and ben was just like, what? Burnley's not your dark horse. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think it was Wolves, wasn't it? But yeah, Wolves. I mean, to be honest, it, it's shaping up very much like we thought it would, isn't, isn't it? I mean, uh, yeah. to be fair, so my team, Liverpool, we probably started a little bit better. You know, I couldn't have hope for a better start than that we've had some tough games uh we've only drawn two games you know so at the moment top of the league city will probably uh go top on goal difference when they play so they've got a game in hand at the minute i i think arsenal i think i thought they might struggle a bit more than they had obviously they've drawn today um they were two one up so they, that'll smart a little bit they were on a fantastic run um, but they'll they'll be right back up there. Yeah. I tell you what, Chris, no one's talking about Chelsea, and I don't get it. Yeah, they've done I, well, haven't they? Yeah, I, I, for, for whatever reason, people are just talking about City and Liverpool. But for me, I I just think Chelsea look they look ominous there. You know, they no one's talking about them, but. They, they just look pretty convincing to me. And I, I don't know why people aren't talking about them. They're two points off the top. They haven't lost, you know, so they've just drawn one more game than than City and Liverpool. So for me, that it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. Out of those three teams, Liverpool, City, Chelsea, to see who's, who's going to blink first, you know, who's going to lose and, you know, go through a bit of a sticky spell. Yeah, I'm just looking. I mean, you're right. I mean, I must admit, Dave, just before I wanted to just bring a couple of games up for next week, but I got a feeling that Tottenham are going to do City tomorrow. And that's not. You reckon? Yeah, I do. I don't know why. And that's not just because I'm the United, you know, through and through. Wishful thinking. No, no, I do. I know, I know you turn uh, Tottenham over, but I think they've had a few bad results, the Champions League and everything in the week and that. And I think, <clears throat> you know, they've lost two games, but they've won seven this year. I honestly think there's just something there, I think. I think they could do City tomorrow or at least get a draw. I I, uh, I honestly do, but maybe look at the games at the weekend. You've got Arsenal away next week. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a, a big one. That's a big one, that half five. And then you've got City against Southampton. Well, that's just written off. And you've got Palace v Chelsea and that's at Stamford Bridge. So pretty much the only one as far as I can see, I mean, we've got Bournemouth away, but obviously we're only on 17. We're nowhere near at the moment. But is your game against Arsenal, that could be one where you struggle because Arsenal yeah, look pretty yeah, good, yeah. to be fair. So. It should be a good one for the neutrals, shouldn't it? I mean, there's there's probably going to be a few goals there and uh, it'll be a good, you know, two attacking teams going at it. So it, it should be a good game to watch that one, I think. And yeah. like you say, tomorrow... I, I, I think Spurs, let's see. I mean, they've lost a couple already, haven't they? Um, and I still think, you know, when I look at their first 11, I think that's that's pretty much as good as anyone. But yeah. it, it's when they, you know, when they need to rest a couple of players, when, when they get a couple of injuries, that's when, for me, they bring players in and, and the, the side just takes a massive dip from what it was. Yeah, no, it's true, Dave. It's true. So, Dave... Is that it for this week? I think uh, 
unless you've anything else you wanted to bring up. No, I, I think that's it. So um, not not too much to write home about this week. So we both won. So uh, we can't throw too many barbs. It's not, it's not good, is it? It's better when we're losing, I think. That's when all the stick starts when we're winning. It's a bit boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe, actually, we should have knocked on the re- the recording uh, before the United match had finished. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> that, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I was expecting to come into this room and you to be laughing your head off going, hi, Chris. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but honestly, I did. I really, especially when Pickford come up at the end for the corner, I thought, oh, you dare score. You know what I mean? I- what? I must confess, so when it was 2-1 yesterday, I, I messaged Ben directly and I just said, oh, I bet Chris has got a stream of gifts all just waiting and ready to go, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for that 2 all, and it's like, oh, come on, don't do it. <laughs> oh, don't you want it? There'll be one day. Don't I'm sure there, there will, there will. That's how it goes, isn't it? It's all Stay- cyclical. Exactly. So, Dave, what plugs have you got for us today? So, if you want to go and head across and listen to the Grassroots Coachcast. So, we had a good talk with uh, a guy from the US, uh, a guy called Sean from the Footy Factory. He's the CEO and technical director. Really, really interesting to hear about you know some of the challenges that they have in youth football for uh, across in the US and how expensive it is. Um, to do and basically how it's structured as well so you don't realize you know we we pretty much we give rfa and you know grassroots football a, a bit of a hard time usually in this country but actually we typically are pulling in roughly the same direction whereas in that over there it does seem a bit more fragmented so really interesting to hear you know some of the overall challenges that they have in the u.s but also what they're trying to do at this academy in uh, in dallas texas about yourself chris well, we've got our podcast day for the Comics in Motion uh, podcast. We're up to episode 43 this week, which was a great episode. We reviewed Halloween with Mike Lee Graham, uh, who's an artist and animator who's got a Kickstarter out, which we're both promoting, called Our Final Halloween, which I think they've just hit day, I think, in the last hour or so, which is great news. But if you want to go over and listen to our reviews and uh, go through some of the subject matter, which I believe the numbers are going up and up now, which is great, as more people find out about us. So it's on Twitter at Comics in Motion P and on iTunes at Comics in Motion Podcast. Or if you want to email the show, it's at Comics in Motion Podcast at gmail.com. So get over there, guys. And then also, we've got this podcast, which is the Chat Footy. So get onto Twitter at Chat Footy if you want to give us a stick. Or if you want to give Dave stick, it's at Chat Footy Dave. There will be an at Chat Footy Chris coming this week as well. So um, get over there and get following us on iTunes as well, guys. So, Dave. I think it's only right that you should lead us out, mate. Well, thank you very much, Chris. And all I'll say is just listen to episode 20. So if you are feeling low, hashtag Uggermank. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. You, you did it, mighty. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Yeah.